We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast on a Wednesday. My name is Chris Plank. Today is our baseball edition and we're going to hear from both skip johnson the head baseball coach at the university of oklahoma and director of operations ryan Gaines. uh toby sat down with skip it's a fascinating conversation about just the frustration and the the hurt of the end of this season and then we'll sit down with Gaines. ryan Gaines is probably one of the one of the best guys one of the best people one of the best men that work in the University of Oklahoma Athletic Department. He's been the director of operations for OU Baseball for a minute, and we'll sit down with him and truly go through just what this past, uh, what these past two weeks have been like in that moment when they found out that the season was over, how he handled it, what the process was like. There was a, there was a story, I think it was in the, the Norman transcript, that talked about 75 to 100 calls that he and Greg Tipton had between each other so we'll take you through that coming up with ryan Gaines and then skip johnson here in a moment the sooner sports podcast is brought to you in part by chewy's chewy's is currently open 11 a.m to 9 p monday through sunday takeout and delivery will continue to be available through chewy's.com and at doordash.com my ad I did the Chewy's Enchilada, the takeout special last night. Fantastic. Hug and Hall Equipment Company now offers a site screening tent package for any customer wanting to set up a covered area to screen employees and visitors before entering. Contact Hug and Hall today. All right, let's get after it. It's time for the Sooner Sports Podcast, and we kick things off. Toby Rowland sitting down with the coach, Skip Johnson. Coach, take me back to 
Oh, gosh. Um, last Wednesday and Thursday, when everything started happening, um, how did you get the news? What was the decision-making process on your end? And then and then, how did you break the news to your team? Well, I mean, the biggest thing is uh, uh, we went to, I guess, I guess Tuesday night we played UTA and won a game and uh, got on the bus and went to the airport and jumped on a plane and flew to California, drove over. And we started seeing all the information on the, uh, Twitter. Of course, um, the kids know immediately, you know, because of Twitter, it's hard to keep uh, anything away from those guys. And so we, as we went through, you could see things that were, you know, they're closing down. And we practiced on Wednesday night. We get up the next morning and uh, uh, find out that, that our season is, uh, uh, but we're not going to play and they don't know what moving forward from that point. And then, uh, the next day we're flying home and we find out it we're actually fixing to take off from Phoenix. We picked the women's golf team up, uh, and, uh, um, find out on Twitter that our season was done. And then, uh, Joe met with us when we got back and it was, uh, uh, uh Pretty tough, you know. You could see the kids. It was tough for the kids, and there's a lot of dynamics still left in uh, what's going to happen. I mean, because college baseball is totally different than really any other sport because of the draft. So uh, uh, we'll we'll cross every bridge when we come to it, you know. When the realization started to hit in, I'm guessing out in California, that first you you know, might not play that Cal Poly series. And then, you know, it might be something even bigger than that. Uh, did you have a conversation with your team? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I told them, you know, it was hard for, it was hard for those guys to take it, but, you know, they understood from where um, our administration was because it was hard for, you know, our administration to make that. But would, would you rather overreact or, would you rather them underreact? And and we have you know one of the best administrations in the world, and I'm so proud of uh, uh, how they reacted to it. And you know I'd rather I'd rather try to get this thing cured uh, before it just takes off than, than anything else. And, and you just got to be honest with them. That's the biggest thing: is communicate as much as you can, is to tell them you know how you know as we go through this. And one good tool about our communication is we have a deal called Teamworks, and we can, I mean, it's already set up. We can talk to parents. We can talk to kids. Uh, we can send messages. That's what's amazing. And uh, um, and I've got the best baseball operations uh, guy in the country with Ryan Gaines, and uh, we were sending messages out before anybody else was. And what's pretty amazing is nobody's going to read a page-long email anymore. <laughs> and they're not going to read more than 10 sentences on a uh, on a uh, text. So whatever you're going to say, you better say it in two or three different emails, and you better say it in two or three different texts if it's a long. I'm just telling you, they don't read it. That's our experience. That's our experience. That's what we changed over the year. Of course, everybody, you know, wants 
the right thing to be done here and stay healthy and all that stuff. But you had a really good team, Skip. I mean, like this was, I mean, you tell me, this was an Omaha-capable team, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, you're running out uh, four starters that are probably most Friday night starters in most programs. And so, uh, uh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I can't – we can't as – as a person, as a head coach, I can't dwell on that. i got to think what's best for our team. You know, I mean, baseball is baseball. Um, but we took the oath to uh, – you know, I, when I got the job, it was about love and relationships and uh, and try to get those guys grow in life lessons. And, I mean, look at our first year. We go to the regional tournament. And get beat in a regional championship game, and you don't have your three and four hole hitter. I mean, it is what it is. And then this year, we have a great team. We built those kids to this point, and uh, um, and they were good. They were really good. And we don't know if this still gets solved in two weeks. We play summer baseball because the dynamics of uh, uh, of roster size, scholarships. Uh, they they might shorten the draft, you know, to six to ten rounds. They might not have the draft. Whatever, whatever's going to affect this deal, it's going to affect it for four years. If we don't play, if we do play, I mean, it's going to affect it for four years. Well, let's talk about that for a second because you explained mm-hmm. part of it there, but the NCAA did come out and grant spring athletes an extra year of eligibility so basically everybody gets a red shirt for this year uh which is going to be great for some of your guys i mean you know off the top of my head maybe like a uh a brandon zaragoza uh or somebody else but there's going to be some of your guys who are like a Cade cavalli who are going to head to the draft i would imagine and and it's not really going to matter you got roster sizes you got scholarship totals you have guys coming in, and you don't know what guys aren't leaving. What all is there to be worked out here over the next, well, until next baseball season in your mind? What all has gone through your well, head about how this is going to work? They're going to have to increase roster sizes, increase scholarships uh, in that whole deal because if they're with what the NCAA did is increase a year, you know, you know, like Kay Cavalli, Levi Prater, and those guys are going to go in the top in the top picks of the draft, I mean, you're looking at uh, um, losing those guys probably. Um, but those guys having another year also gives them leverage, you know. So those school, those drafts might go in and go, those teams might go in and go, hey, take her, leave her. Do you want to play or you don't want to play? You know, that's, that's going to be the whole issue when we go into this deal where Jason Ruffcorn – He's got two years left. You know, I mean, look at look at Ruffy. He was going to be younger than ninety percent of the guys in the draft this year, probably, because he started school early. Nobody realized that, so it was a kind of blessing for him. Um, but uh, you know, what what else? I mean, that guy was going to lead the country in saves. I mean, he had four or five. He last year he led the Big Twelve in saves. So, uh, uh, I mean. Wow, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but um, 
I mean, that's why that's why we have the greatest athletic director in America. I mean, you know, we'll be coordinating with Joe and coordinating with our compliance office. We have an unbelievable compliance office and, and kind of go from there and see what the new rules are going to be like. I mean, it's just going to be so, it's going to be so dynamic. Uh, it's going to be, uh, uh, it's a, it's an opportunity. I mean, that's, that's, what we, that's what we have to take. We talk about having a positive view all the time. What, what, what opportunity are we going to get from this? What perspective change can we have from this? And we've got to react to, uh, and be a team from it. Do you think there will be some guys, either uh, seniors that uh, would have graduated or juniors that would have gone to the draft? Do you do you think you'll have some guys decide to to come back that wouldn't have otherwise because of this? Mm, I don't know. It's going to be be interesting. Yeah, I think I, well, I think we will for sure. Depends on what the draft does. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we have a different dynamic as we speak right now going on. You know, uh, um, we're not getting to practice. Uh, we're not uh, – everything's shut down, which it should be. Um, and, you know, Major League Baseball teams is, is kind of shut down too. Uh, but there's people making phone calls and trying to get workouts in – see guys throw and stuff like that but um i mean it's gonna be it is it is absolutely crazy well i'm sick for you man i um was so excited to get to uh, get back out there and be with you and your team and uh i i really think you were you had a great shot of ending up in nebraska and <laughs> i feel terrible i feel terrible uh, how this has gone down yeah. but you've handled it with class well, you know, uh, um, we played a really good baseball team on Tuesday, and uh, that was UTA. It was like playing a men's league team. Those guys were so good, and we played really good, and it was pretty fun to watch. And after the game, we scored the ninth inning. I ran. I said, hey, I never do this. Ran out to left field, you know. I was like, uh, uh, I was so excited to watch us. For the first time, we broke through, like, we got hit in the mouth, and then we, we, we hit back, you know. And I was like, wow, that was pretty cool. I looked at Cash. I looked at Overcash, and I was like, hey, Cash, man, that was pretty cool, man. We we, uh, uh, we pissed out of that jam, and then we came back and scored kind of – and it just took the momentum of the game. Like, this game was over. Roughcorn came over, came in it like it was like the game's over. <laughs> I was like, wow. And so I ran out there and told him, I, I mean, it was it – was, it was, it was it was so it was surreal because I'd sent uh, Levi Prater from when he was a freshman his delivery until he was done, and then Kay Cavalli's delivery when he was a freshman until he was done. You know, I was sending videos to those guys all day, and then all of a sudden come to find out, you know, but it's amazing how much better they got, and that's what it's that's what it's about. That's what it. That's what excites me. Cause that's what How high do you I'm think about. those guys will go? How high do you think those guys will go? Ooh, I think Cade will. I think Cade could go from the first pick to the ninth, tenth pick in the country. And Levi could go supplemental first round to fifth round. 
I mean, I think if Levi, if if, if they do that with Levi, um, if he if take him late, I think he'll come back. I mean, he was really good. I mean, he just now really, really good. And, and Cade's good too. Cade, don't get me wrong. Cade's like special. I mean, you just don't. It's like guys, that guy's got like an eight hundred yard driver in the bag. You know what a season! What a challenging way to end things, but also an incredibly bright future for OU baseball. Hey, before we get to Ryan Gaines, the director of operations, don't forget 2020 football season ticket renewals are now live. Log into your account on Soonersports.com to view all of your renewal information and to renew today. And Midway is open for takeout and delivery on DoorDash. The full menu can be found at MidwayDeli.com or call us at 405-321-7004. The only thing we ask is to make sure you mention curbside if you are in a more high-risk category. Had a great opportunity last week when when we were all kind of making sense of things. and Everything seems to change daily in what's next and what tomorrow looks like. Caught up with Ryan Gaines, the director of baseball operations, and we started with a very simple question. What was the Thursday like when sports came to an end and your team was in California and you realized that you weren't playing baseball the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, it's been, uh, been pretty eventful. Um, starting a, a week ago, I guess, uh, today, um, is kind of when things started, uh, you know, being put into motion as far as, uh, changing of schedules and changing of seasons. And, uh, last Thursday was really crazy. It went from us, early that morning going to be playing a game in front of fans to later that morning to playing a game with no fans to a few hours later, no games at all. Then uh, even later on in that day that there would be no uh, college world series. So dealing with all those different emotions uh, that day and then, having our plans change uh, was quite uh, uh, challenging for someone in my position just to uh, deal with the, all the emotions of it, uh, the, the questions that, that come up and just, just the constant uh, need to be able to communicate with our staff and, and, and obviously uh, the team and, and all the support staff that was in California at the time. Can you, Take us through the first, I don't know, couple of steps you had to go through because you guys were already at Cal Poly getting ready for the game. So as as things start to progress, is your conversations with the Cal Poly people? Are you talking to the Big 12? Who, who are you talking to and what's that process like, Ryan? Yeah, so um, fortunately for me, I had a relationship with the uh, head coach at Cal Poly. I've known him for uh, quite some time. He was a junior college coach at Cuesta Junior College when uh, Bobby Brown and Jesse Zapata, who played on the College World Series team here at Oklahoma in 1995, uh, whenever they were here. So I've, I've known him. Obviously, we played them here last year. So uh, was having direct communication with their head coach, plus uh, the most uh, crucial piece of the puzzle here was just having communication with our sport administrator, Greg Tipton, and obviously Skip. So uh, between Skip, 
Greg Tipton and uh, Coach Lee at Cal Poly, we were pretty dialed in on what was going on. When you first get the word that we're not playing, the mindset becomes we got to get the kids home, right? So what's there's flights that have already been booked. So take me through it. I know that some people I'm fascinated by this stuff. So I'm the technical side of that, Ryan, what does that look like? Is that you on the line with the airlines? Is that you on the line uh, with, with Joe C what's that process like? So in in this particular uh, situation, um, it was fairly easy for us because we had a charter flight that was already booked to come home on Sunday. Uh, And the reason for that was because it was planned a long time ago that, you know, we were going to be playing Cal Poly four times needed to be able to get home at a decent time because we're going to have a day off and then play Arkansas the following day and then have our first conference series, which would be against the university of Texas. So we had already planned for, for that. So, um, the one thing that did become kind of a challenge as far as that goes was, uh, the big 12, the sec, the big 10, all these different conference basketball tournaments were being canceled at the same time. And just the number of, uh, private aircraft available, uh, to get to us, uh, we couldn't get out, you know, on Thursday, we came home on Friday afternoon. Uh, so, um, that that created just a little bit of a of a change, but it was really fairly easy. Um, the the other piece to that that made things easy is that the uh, you know the women's golf team was in Mesa, Arizona at the same time, and they also needed to be able to get home and get their equipment home. And so I coordinated with uh, the head women's golf coach, the uh, charter group, uh, which they were tremendous to work with got them added to our manifest and uh we were able to schedule a time to to go pick uh the golf team up on friday and we all got home um, around 7 p.m on friday evening so then you get back when when do you think it really registered with everybody that unfortunately at the very least the world series was done of course we'd find out later unfortunately the rest of the games would not happen, but Ryan's what Ryan was that moment like whenever everyone kind of realized we're not, we're not going to have the opportunity to go to Omaha. Yeah. You know, so on, on Thursday, you know, there was obviously that statement that was released by the NCAA saying that, you know, spring uh, sport championships were not going to be held, but then there was kind of some, you know, uh, other statements that were put out that we might, still be playing we still might do something you know big 12 related no one really knew right and that information was coming so quick and changed and for me when it really hit and i think it hit everybody is what are probably around 10 p.m when uh joe castiglione met with the entire team and said those words about you know hey our our season's going to be done for the year for all sports and just seeing the uh emotion uh on on some of these guys faces like your Kay Cavalli's and your Brandon Zaragoza's and Jason Ruffcorn's that you know the uncertainty of if they would ever put on a Sooner uniform again if their 
careers were over if uh you know there's was just a array of different emotions that went through uh all of us just you know not only dealing with it personally but just seeing those kids and how that they were impacted because that's what we're doing this for is to help those kids and that breaks your heart uh whenever you know you put so much into trying to help them and obviously we were having a, a special season and for all that to come to an end was you know it was tough to tough to watch Ryan um what for you somebody who's only known you know college baseball for the last 20 years what's this been like for you personally I mean again I you got a family so a new home so that's nice and getting to be around the kids but how challenging is it to just kind of keep yourself busy and and stay fired up yeah, you know, so this this week uh, so far um, has been uh, it's been different. Um, obviously, been working from home, but have been staying pretty uh, busy as far as uh, just communicating with you know, making sure that you know all of our athletes got home safe and sound, all of them are healthy, uh, making sure that uh, you know any questions that they're uh, families have uh, are answered uh, talking to different coaches from around the country uh, trying to figure out a plan of uh, a contingency plan to to go forward with uh, what happens when uh, this uh, uh, work stoppage and play is stopped uh, whenever we resume like what's that going to look like so I've kind of started putting my focus and efforts into trying to come up with uh, plans for the, for the future. That's That's been my job for, like you said, a, a long time and worrying about what's going to happen next. And so instead of sitting around just uh, watching TV and not worrying about, you know, what's going on in front of us, it's just been coming up with plan A, plan B, plan C, uh, and just no, trying to be ready whenever uh, things happen. When you can't practice and the guys can't be on campus and they can't work out, Ryan, what are what are you allowed to do for them? What what can you do to help out student athletes during the stretch? Really, the the there's there's two things that we can do. We can um, uh, we've got to make sure that their emotional uh, needs are met first and foremost, and then you know their academic needs. Uh, they are still going to school. Uh, got to make sure that, you know, all of those things are, are in place. And then, you know, when our guys go home for, for Christmas break and for different breaks throughout the year, you know, our strength conditioning staff with Tim Overman will give them a workout plan. Skip gives them a, a plan of, you know, when they're going to do uh, play long toss and throw bullpens and all that stuff. You know, whenever they come back from Christmas, when they're off for that, for six weeks, our guys are ready to go. So you, uh, we have a, an app that we use called Teamworks. I'm sure you're kind of familiar with that, but you know, we're able to communicate to, with all of our guys effectively and quickly and, you know, giving them a plan, all of our, uh, uh, arm exercises and things of that nature on, uh, video for them to be able to, to utilize, to make sure that they stay, stay in shape um you know just different things of that nature uh those things continue to evolve and change and you know being able to send out messages to our guys to make sure that 
that everybody's still good. I mean, we're still dealing with uh, just trying to educate people on what to do, you know, from a hygiene standpoint to social distancing to trying to do our part there just to make sure that, you know, uh, that young people uh, understand what they're supposed to do. And we got so many people who uh, have a major impact on others, especially on, on uh, social media and different platforms that educating our guys on what to do and making sure that their peers are following these same kind of guidelines will all help us get back to some sort of uh, new normal whenever that happens. All right. Um, I, I guess just a final thought on this, by the way, it's been fantastic, man. I've learned so much. Um, what for you now, as you mentioned, does this give you an opportunity to work a little bit on scheduling or does it maybe give you an opportunity to kind of start looking ahead to camps, Ryan, you mentioned you're staying in constant contact with families, but I'm sure there's other things to the job beyond just the games that maybe not a lot of people are aware of, right? Yeah, I mean, the uh, uh, scheduling for uh, 2021 is pretty much done. But, you know, we're we're into your 23 and 24 year, year scheduling. But, you know, start, uh, you know, camp season is right around the corner. Uh, trying to have a contingency plan for that. If it's going to start on time, if it's not. Uh, what it would look like later on. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of different uh, things that, that we're dealing with. When you start dealing with, uh, you know, they're talking about every athlete getting a year back and oh, wow, what yeah. that would look like for uh, baseball is way different than everyone else. I mean, the news last night that uh, was put out there about, you know, the potential of there not being a major league baseball draft. Uh, that's probably consumed the majority of, of my day to day is just dealing with, well, if there is a draft or if there isn't a draft and what our roster would look like and the numbers and the whole roster management situation uh, uh, can change, you know, with every piece of news that gets released, uh, it creates like 10 or 12 new steps. Um, I, I have read where someone said you might as well not plan uh, because plans continue to change. And I think that's probably against what I believe. And, and uh, I think it might, I might go crazy if I don't try to plan. I guess we planned an entire season that was eliminated after uh, 18 games. So if I can do it for another 40 games that didn't happen, surely we can do it for a few more months. It- one final thought, because that's a great point. Can you you mentioned the planning that goes into it? Can we begin to even comprehend how much goes into preparing a season? Travel that you have to now adjust, ticketing. I mean, there there's so many different th- opponents. I mean, there's so much that goes into it, Ryan. That countless hours. It's it's your job night in and night out. Yeah the the travel the 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 schedule your umpires the game management people meals you know all of those things were planned a long time ago uh and it takes a long time to plan those but what i did find it doesn't take long to uh undo them uh because basically you send a message out to everybody that everything's canceled and uh it was, it was hard to do it all. It was pretty easy to undo it all. Ryan Gaines is one of the best people on the planet. Family man. His daughter, Hannah, babysits my kiddos. 
So she's the best. He's the best. I loved getting an opportunity to sit down and chat with him today and to share it with you. Express Employment Professionals is a premier workforce management provider to Sooner Nation. To find a job or make your next hire, visit ExpressPros.com. Polston Tax Resolution and Accounting is offering free consultation via phone or video conferencing to continue helping clients solve their tax problems during this time. Visit PolstonTax.com to schedule yours today. And support our local restaurant partners at Soonersports.com, your one-stop shop with hours, services, and online order links. Man, what a fun show today. It's a heartbreaking show, though, too, because you know we're going to talk about softball next week, but with what baseball was able to accomplish, Diamond Sports in general, what both teams were able to do early in the season, you couldn't help but get excited about this team, th- th- this makeup, this mix of youth and experience for Skip Johnson. Obviously, Dane Acker threw his no-hitter, what you had seen so far from Cade Cavalli, and I just, I, Levi Prater, I loved everything about this team, and so it it hurts so bad. But then in the same vein, when you hear Skip talk about the future and you hear Skip talk about kind of how things look going forward, it's it gives you hope, it gives you promise that once once we get past COVID-19 and the coronavirus, there is an incredibly bright and exciting future for OU baseball. Here's what's on tap on the Sooner Sports Podcast and beyond, and it's brought to you by OEC. At OEC, our purpose is to improve our members' quality of life through the safe delivery of highly reliable, reasonably priced electric service, innovative energy programs, and exceptional member service. That is our promise to you today and every day, OEC. On Friday's podcast, we're going to bring in podcast form our Sooner Sports Spotlight show that we all did remotely. We taped it on Tuesday. I'm going to bring it to you on the podcast form because there's really good perspective from Toby Rowland and Chad McKee. I think you'll enjoy it. And then Jessica Cootie will join us in her regular Friday slot. And then next week, next week, Patty Gasso, hopefully Jackie, Jackie Livingston, and Joe Castiglione. Also on our classic sports broadcast, as it stands, as I'm taping this early in the morning on a Wednesday, we had planned to bring two to you every single week, one that will drop on Thursday, one that will drop on Saturday. There was some concern. Well, as a matter of fact, I could probably refresh right now and find out. There was some concern over you know maybe pushing a little bit too much. But at the very least, we're going to have one classic broadcast for you every single week that's not condensed, that's, that's not edited for time, because what do we have right now? Time. And coming up this Saturday, you're going to hear the Sweet 16 matchup between Oklahoma and Texas A&M. It is a fantastic game, kind of a breakout game for Christian James. Buddy and the boys moved on to the Elite Eight. Spoiler alert. And we'll have that for you available on the Sooner Sports Podcast on Saturday. And don't forget, as always, tell a friend or two. We're bringing you daily content pretty much here on the Sooner Sports Podcast shows on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The Big 12 This Week show, uh, our classic games. We've got you covered right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. Until we're back here on Friday, Boomer Sooner. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.